0: Hello and welcome to Experience Share Bonus Episode. It's the Super Battle Bonus Episode. It's a Pokemon Podcast, Where and I, Tanner Greenring, aka Tangoose, am joined as always by my co-host Vigorosh, aka Joshua Fielstead, and as seldomly, twice now, <laughs> Mikeyana, aka Mike. Boo. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. At one point, I had your guys' last names written down. Mike from Pokesports and Blazikev, Kevin, from Pokesports. Our
1: last names are just Pokesports, by the way. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I do have Kevin's name in my phone as Kevin Pokesports. <laughs> Boucher? Bousay.
0: Bouset, And Kevin... With an S.
2: Uh Sid.
0: Sidonio. Hey. <laughs> Very smooth. AKA Pokesports. Welcome back, guys. Hello. Welcome back. Thank you. We challenged the two of you to a battle before the mid-season point. It was like the fourth gym, right?
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were all
0: level 30. Since then, we've all beaten the game, I'm led to believe. Yep. Kevin, you... You beat it so hard that it eradicated itself (laughs) from your hard drive.
1: Something about wind just turns power off and something about power (laughs) turns computer off and then something about computer off breaks video game. Yeah.
0: So even though we don't all currently have access to our final save games, we did all beat it. We did all get our Pokemon to level 60 and we are back to battle again to settle the score once and for all now that we're in the end game and now that we have our fully powered team Last time we battled, Mike, you took the day against me.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: That's no, just, just how I do.
3: <laughs> the Mike aspect wasn't surprising. The Tanner aspect was surprising to some.
0: Josh, you and I battled <laughs> three times this season, and uh, I beat you two of those times, including the final battle. Oh. And I am currently the supreme champion of Experience Share a Pokemon podcast.
3: Is that true? That's true. I don't know how long a ranking like that can really stand.
0: It's like the president. You have to call me supreme winner of experience share for the rest of my life. It's like being
3: president. (laughs) I think it's more like in uh, Mario Party or Mario Kart. When you win, you get a little crown. But when you're defeated, you lose the crown and the other person gets it. So I'm going to steal that crown. I'd like to see you try. (laughs) And then we have to contend with these two professional... Pokemon
0: battlers.
2: I want a crown.
0: Where's our crown? You guys are getting crowns. So we're going to do the new format of battle, which is not subject you to an hour of boring small talk as we all focus on our battles, bug catchers. Instead, we're going to set up the episode here. We're going to get to battling. We're going to come back at the end of each battle and let you know the results and do some trash talking. Mike, Kevin, do you guys have anything you wanna say about your continued journey in
1: Hoenn? How did your, how did you fare? I guess we can talk about our characters a little bit. It's been a while. Oh yeah. So, as you guys know, I'm Dankota, which means I only use Grass type Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Currently on my team, I have Snoop the Septile, Rosebuds the Rosalia, Shrooms Two the Breloom. Oh,
3: Shrooms Two. Something
1: happened to Shrooms One. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Oh, no. I'll, I'll go. <laughs> I'll get to that story in a second. I have Pineapple to the Ludicolo, Spike, the Cacturn, and then the real H2O Kyogre. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay.
3: Formerly, course. H2O was uh, Gyarados, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. And
3: that that water
1: wasn't strong enough. This is the real one, you know? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, back to, to Shrooms 2, Breloom. What happened to Breloom? What did you do to Breloom? I might have released it, but. Oh. Oh, RIP. There's a good reason. Rest in Petals. I originally got Breloom because I was like, I want something that can Spore something. Because Spore is kind of broken. Because it's like 100% accuracy sleep. Mm-hmm. And not a lot of Pokemon get it. Yeah, it's a nightmare. Yeah, Breloom's one of the few Pokemon that do get it. But I apparently after doing research, I, I got to like level 55. And I'm like, there's no way Breloom didn't learn Spore yet. So apparently, Breloom doesn't learn Spore at all. No. You have to learn it from the Shroomish at level 55 oh Oh. so i had to rebreed a shroomish level it all the way up to 55 constantly canceling my evolutions oh and then finally evolve it (laughs) brutal how do you evolve a pokemon that
3: you've canceled the evolution on previously it
1: keeps asking you every time
2: every single time you
1: level okay yeah
3: every level it's good to know. You can also have it hold an Everstone and then it won't evolve until you remove it.
1: Yeah. The issue is, I can't hold an Everstone and the XP share at the same time. <laughs> Sadly. Right. But yeah. Kevin, you'll notice that I
3: took a page out of your book uh, where I rebred my Lombre to get one that had leech seed, oh. which I bred with a shroomish, actually. So that was inspired by your move. Pineapple 2. By, yep. uh, Pineapple two.
1: <laughs> Rebreeding to get the competitive
0: sets. <sighs> All right, you perverts. <laughs> Mike, was there any big movements on Wunk's team?
2: Oh, absolutely. Wunk does not look anywhere like <laughs> what Wunk looked like before. Wunk, if you'll remember, was all about the big, strong Pokemon that can that can hit you with a big old Wunk. Yeah. Uh, I had to look back at what I what I used to have because I, I feel like the only thing the only thing actually that I kept was Plant, the Breloom. And funny enough, when, when Kevin was talking about his shroomish expeditions, uh, that's exactly what I had to do as well. I rebred plant. I didn't name it plant two because I am i don't know. I, I don't replace fish with fish two. <laughs> I replace the fish with the same fish and pretend like nothing ever happened. Uh, so I still have plant the braylon, but this time it has spore. Uh, I have a Medicham, and a, and a Heracross, and a Hariyama, and an Agron and Ooh. a Salamence. Like, they, these are some wonky Pokemon. Oh
3: my god, those are some big boys. Yeah. It's going to be yeah, yeah. challenging. hmm And I don't like all of the mayor sleeping that we're going to be contending <laughs> with, also. I wasn't really thinking about that. Mike,
1: I got a question to ask you. I have an answer. Did you really think you needed all of that to beat my grass team? Yes. You didn't even need half of that. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Yes, though, I did. Putting a Salamence is just dirty. Four times <laughs> resisted to my grass moves. Thank you so much. It's so hard to get. <laughs> Bagon's are so hard to get. <sighs>
0: yeah, I, I went down that path a little bit and then quickly gave up because it's it was too hard. They're hard to level, too.
2: Yeah.
3: And at that point, like I had already had a pretty good team. so That's fair. And Mike, did you breed this Salamence or any of them?
2: No. After the Shroomish experience... I never touched any of those Pokemon ever again. Like I never tossed anybody in the daycare center. Okay. Uh, I was absolutely done after Mesh. I was like, I'm never doing this again. This is, I'm just going to go with what I have.
0: <laughs> Want to give you guys the opportunities to prepare mentally. Okay. Our listeners obviously know what our final teams are, but just so you guys can can start planning now for the inevitable battle against one of us, we should probably quickly state who our team is, Josh. Fair. Sure. <laughs> I'll begin. Minimax is my character. She only uses S plus and S tier Pokemon. There was a lot of movement between now and when we last battled.
3: There really was. But
0: in the end, it kind of came back around. My final team ended up being Sephora, my Skarmory, Scaraban, my Heracross, Mm -hmm. Stanislaus, my Swampert, St. John, my Claydol, Sila, my Melodic, and Supremion, my Groudon.
2: Supremion is a grandiose name.
0: (laughs) Yeah. He's the one who, before we started, I was saying in the Discord chat is easily my least useful Pokemon.
1: (laughs) That's surprising. (laughs) Yeah, it's the
3: most, like, overblown one.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Disappointion.
2: I'm immediately seeing the... Yeah. (laughs) I'm immediately seeing the the S... uh, idea there (laughs) yeah that's good cool it's a very fun moment
3: all s and s plus yeah tanner cleared out everything other than s because everything else was worthless yeah ultimately
0: one of our listeners pointed out that high special defense very low normal defense across the board so absolutely yeah i hope nobody has built an entire team that is like most of my team is high attack built to do
1: tons of physical normal damage
2: i do have four fighting types on my team here's
1: the (laughs) thing with gen 3 though i completely forgot about this like i couldn't even prepare for this because my brain goes in like gen 8 competitive and in gen 3 the the like physical or special it's dependent on the typing right yeah right all grass moves are special all fighting moves are physical like ugh. yeah it's tough i didn't want a special breloom yeah
2: (laughs) but it tries to put you in that direction doesn't it
1: yeah, forces me that. It tries
2: so hard. Most of it's like good attacks are, are special. Mm.
3: Most of mine are attack heavy, although it didn't work out in my last battle. But the first one is not. So the first one is Dwayne McKnight, Ludicolo. You should
0: probably explain
3: that you're the Red Hot
0: Chili Peppers, right?
2: Oh, that's right.
3: Oh, yeah. Just because I worry Mike and Kevin will
0: recognize these names. They'll be like, oh, I know Dwayne McKnight from the Red Hot Chili Peppers, right?
1: Danny California, best song. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> Red Hot Chili Peppers is a band Tanner hates, and I'm playing with Pokemon that he doesn't like aesthetically.
1: I can see that
2: with literally all of them, yes.
3: <laughs> yeah, they're all ugly. Uh, we talked about this now, but I think my team is more attractive than Tanner's team <laughs> ended up. Yeah, my my team isn't going for attractive. I have like an, an interesting mix. Okay. Tell me about your
0: ugly little team.
3: Well, I suppose I should open with their front man, yeah. Tony Kiedis. AK Anthony Kiedis, Chad Smith, Xploud, Dave Navarro, the newest member of the band, Metagross. DH Peligro. Hey, Josh Lygon. More like Mega Gross. Oh. <laughs>
2: Got, oh, him. No. Got him.
3: Got <laughs> him. Okay. Took you
2: took you long <laughs> enough
3: to come up with that joke. And Fru whose name I can say properly
2: now, Crobat. What a team. Spooky.
0: I can tell you guys are shaking in your boots already. Going up against these two powerhouse teams. It's really
2: good coverage, actually. <laughs> You've got a ton of coverage on your team.
3: Thank you. My grass does not like your steel. Uh, fair. I like trying to hit as many types as possible, yeah. Oh, and like, X-Blood has like... That's one consistent thing.
0: Each one of Blood moves is a different kind of move. It's like flamethrower and ice beam and
3: solar beam. That move
1: on like X-Blood is like super ridiculous.
2: I think save ghost and... There was one other, but you you basically have touched on every single one of the typings. Missing bug, I guess.
3: Yeah, bug's not a type. Ooh. Yeah, I don't have bug. Oh, we yeah, what? <laughs> we don't talk about bug. I don't talk about bug after my last encounter with Heracross. <laughs> the people who
2: listen to you are called bug catchers.
3: <laughs> Flygon's kind of a bug, but... That's true. It's not labeled a bug, but it looks like a bug.
2: It does look like a bug.
3: Well, how how would our teams outside of that Groudon would not be allowed? I think competitively, but do we we have generally respectable? Are these these are all competitive? I mean, I guess Tanners are all S, so not from what you have. I guess it's Gen three, so maybe it's
1: different.
2: Well, I mean, there are Pokemon that are currently not in Gen eight, like Swampert, right, and Groudon.
1: Actually, looking at you guys' as teams. Like, although some of these Pokemon are, like, really good in Gen 3, like, if you put some of them, like, right now, they would not see any play. No. Yeah. Okay, we'll start We'll, we'll start with Tanner. Oh. Heracross. <laughs> Heracross is in the game. Does not see any play.
2: I forgot that Heracross was in this game.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's sad. Same thing with Claydol. Also in this game, does not see play. Not at all. Milotic and Swampert can be very good in their own right. The Milotic especially is probably your most competitive Pokemon on this whole team. Yeah. Because it gets this cool ability later on, it doesn't get it now, called competitive, which makes it so that whenever your stats are dropped, your special attack goes up by two. Oh, wow. So it's really good against Intimidate. Yeah. Sick. All right, let's go to Josh. Uh,
2: Yeah, Flygon, not so much. Not at all. Exploud, sometimes.
1: You can get away with it. You need a really heavy backbone on a team to get away with it, but... It's possible.
2: Crobat's great in singles. Blaziken's great in singles.
3: Kevin, I just saw... I think you ran an x flout on... Yeah,
1: I tried my best. (laughs) And honestly, (laughs) it wasn't the worst Pokemon on the team. But (laughs) it did its thing. It yelled. Oh, that's good. (laughs) It's not the worst one on my team.
2: What's the worst one on your team?
1: Your team is actually scary. Like, Ludicolo is a big threat, too. Ludicolo is a nightmare. Mm -hmm. Yep. (laughs) Ludicolo's
3: the best one, for sure.
0: Ludicolo is going to be my my downfall in more ways than one cuz it's so unpleasant to look at <laughs> and think about <laughs> and it kicks my ass every time I fight it.
3: It's got the psychological warfare on top of the just straight up brutality. All right, should we
0: get into get into it? I'm down. Yeah, I think we bring him out. Yeah. So, we are going to do this the same way we did it last time. Josh and I will be deciding who is the champion of experience share. Mike and Kevin will be deciding who is the champion of Poka Sports and then the two champions will face off to decide who is the better Pokemon podcast and the other one has to stop doing their podcast and tell all their <laughs> audience to go listen to the other show. <laughs> so oh yeah. yeah, I don't know if we told oh. you about that.
2: So we just have to like start posting your episodes instead of our episodes now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> or vice versa, but yeah. Right.
2: Oh, no. Okay.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's just how it works.
0: So we'll be back when this first battle between Josh and I is over to declare the the winner and set up the next battle.
2: Sounds good.
0: All right. Goodbye, bug catchers.
3: So we had the classic Ludicolo versus Skarmory openers. Skarmory got a couple spikes down. Yeah, then Ludicolo got him.
0: Swampert came in just to get the Toxic out on Ludicolo. I always end up sacrificing three Pokemon to Josh's Ludicolo, and it happened again, except this time, Joshua, I got you with with my (laughs) tricky explosion, didn't I?
3: Yeah, we had his Melodic and... uh and Ludicolo just, like, whopping at each other, but then each recovering, and then he just brings out a clay doll and explodes.
2: Ludicolo (laughs) didn't see it coming.
3: Yeah, and
0: and Ludicolo went down, so... Yeah, that was pretty good.
2: Let's keep at it.
0: All right, three to five. All right, Joshua and I battled. It went poorly for me. Oh, it's a
3: redemption.
0: I was out of practice. I've been in... Mystery Dungeon, a little bit too long. I didn't have my tight matchup cheat sheet up. (laughs) My heart wasn't in the game. I just didn't. I went out there. I didn't put my whole whole self into it, so uh, I lost. I'm actually glad I lost, because now I don't have to face Mike and Kevin, (laughs) because I was definitely going to lose there.
2: Well, I'll tell you, Ludicolo is an absolute beast on Josh's team. I took out three of your your Pokemon. Yeah,
0: Ludicolo's the one to to contend with. Ludi is the MVP for sure.
2: If I could give a play of the game in that last one, it would yeah. have to be when the Exploud came out and used Solar Beam on the Milotic, uh, using the sun that was set up by Tanner.
3: Yeah. From my Groudon, yeah.
2: That was that was big brain.
3: Yeah. I think I forgot about that in our previous match, and I was like, oh, that was part of the fucking reason that I built this moveset, (laughs) is that I could just fling him out there, and he can just start
2: solar beaming.
0: I
3: will say this,
0: though. Melodic only had, like, 10 health.
2: Doesn't matter. It was the play of the game right there.
3: (laughs) That's true. It was pretty And it was poisoned and confused.
2: (laughs) Yeah, like, it was was going down. No, it was the play of the game, though.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Blaziken got its avenged itself against Heracross, too which was the final blow. Yeah. That was nice.
2: You've corrected the timeline.
0: All right. Mike and Kevin, do you guys want to get into it? Sure.
3: <laughs> oh, shit.
0: Yeah, that was... a. Uh Brutal fight, come from behind win for Kevin. It's another upset. Kevin, I think at one point you were down to two Pokemon. Yeah, Kevin was down to Kyogre and Breloom. Yeah, and Mike, you still had, like, most of your Pokemon in the game. But then, Kevin, you went full mayor Sleep and brought out Shrooms too and just kept dropping Spore on every single Pokemon that Mike brought in.
1: At least I know that <laughs> rebreeding and going back for the Spore it was really worth it. You did some subterfuge at one point, too, because it was <laughs> Breloom
0: versus Breloom at one point, and the two of you were both frantically Googling to see if Shroom would work on another Breloom. Spore yeah yet.
2: It's fully only, Kevin. Go on.
0: <laughs> and it did. Yeah. Because, Kevin, you put Mike's Breloom to sleep and then
1: ate it up.
2: Yeah. Kevin, what what nature was your Breloom? What nature was my Breloom? Yeah, what nature was your Breloom. Let's see.
1: My Breloom was a convenient.
2: A convenient Jolly.
1: Oh, Jolly is what's on my Crobat. No, it wasn't Jolly. It's a uh, it's naive. Oh, how nice. Plus speed minus special defense. How nice. Mine was minus speed.
2: Oh no. Of course <laughs> yours was outspeeding me the oh. whole time. Rest in peace. Oh, that's so sad. Rest in <laughs> peace, my team.
3: That was, wow, crazy. Play of the game. Let's talk
0: about it. I'm going to say the time mm. that Kevin lied and put your Braylum to sleep. Yes.
1: <laughs> so, so what happened was... Kevin did the research. I didn't. I did the research and then lied about it and then went for the sleep anyway. <laughs> I was like, no, no, it doesn't. Spore doesn't work before Gen 3, guys. Spore doesn't
2: put grass types to sleep, yes.
0: Before that, Mike, your Metacham's high jump kicks relentless high jump kicking oh geez to tear through most of kevin's team was was also pretty good
2: yeah my hit rate on high jump kicks i had used five yeah i had hit all five of mine statistically one of those probably shouldn't have hit
0: right but they all hit and they tore through they were flying the feet were flying yeah the tables have turned Because last time we battled, I was the champion of Experience Share, and Mike, you were the champion of PokéSports, but now... That's true. It's flipped. Oh, wow. Who would have thought? So now it's going to be... Not me. Joshua versus Kevin to see whose podcast is the better Pokémon podcast and which one has to close down forever. No pressure. So now, Joshua, you have to put your money where your mouth is and use your fancy team to defeat this all-grass type team. With Kyogre with Kyogre. Right. (laughs) Do you think you have what it takes, Josh?
3: I thought that I would have, but the Kyogre being as good as it was and the Spore Breloom has me pretty concerned. Yeah. Mm. I don't have great counters for either of those situations. Well, we're going to have to see. I do have a lot of fire moves, though. Oh, no. For the other ones.
1: Coming into this, I really wanted to face Tanner's team because he has a lot of grass weaknesses, and I was just like, oh, I can do this. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Well, you don't get that opportunity oh. you're going to have to face. I didn't think it would come to
0: this. Joshua. All right. <laughs> Bug catchers, we will see you at the end of this and tell you who the supreme champion is. Goodbye. Round three.
3: Fight. Oh, my God. Bokeh Sports still reigns supreme. <laughs>
0: Wow. So, as was foretold during our last battle, this is unbelievable. Poker Sports is the supreme champions of Pokemon. It was a completely different match this time. It was Kevin versus Joshua, unlike last time where it was me versus Mike. But oh my God.
2: I don't feel like you deserve that at all, Kevin. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Kevin with his mostly grass type team. With Kyogre? Defeated Joshua. Yeah. (laughs) With Kyogre, yeah. Kyogre. Gotta water the plants. (laughs)
3: Gotta water the plants. And they were well watered. (laughs) (laughs) That field was soaked. It was a hell of a matchup. With intermittent (laughs) sandstorms.
0: I couldn't even tell you what the play of the game there was, because it was just sort of a... It was like that scene in the Pokemon movie where Pikachu was slapping Pikachu over and over again. Mm Mm-hmm. It just was kind of a brutal dogfight right up until the, the very end. Josh's last Pokemon was Blaziken, a fire type, who by all means should have been able to just tear through Kevin's entirely grass team. but Playing on a wet field and was asleep the whole time. Mayor Sleep. Shrooms too. Shrooms too, dude. Breloom.
3: <laughs> Night-night. Yeah, so... Kevin wins. Oh, the play for me, I think, was that Bullet Seed-King's Rock fucking combo. Oh, yeah. Explain. That
2: took out oh,
1: dude. my Colo. <laughs> Explain what you did there, because I didn't really so wrap my head around it. I saw that he got paralyzed, right? Yeah. Paralyzed, you obviously have to deal with the paralysis chance, which gets put on a separate RNG thing as flinch chance. So not only did he have to like break through paralysis, he also had to break through... My King's Rock Bullet Seed. Flinch chance. And King's Rock, what, what it does is make it so that every time you hit a Pokemon, there's a 10% chance it'll flinch. Oh. So I hit him four times. So that's four chances at 10% I just got. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Plus that paralysis chance. That's a killer combo. It's annoying.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: It was so annoying, too, because it was usually
3: doing, like, 3.6% damage, it said. Yeah. But then I would just flinch, and then I had so low health at that point anyway that my rain dish couldn't save me in leftovers.
0: Yeah.
2: There's some very fun inconsistencies with Gen 3 where you can still spore another grass type, but you can't leech seed them. Wow. Yeah, yeah that's weird. And that was devastating
3: for my strategy because my Ludicolo needs to be able to leech seed everything. Right. And I could not leech seed five out of six of them.
0: Well, congratulations, PokéSports. Congrats. I don't think it's that surprising that you guys are the supreme Pokémon battling champions. We will forfeit our podcasts and socials and liquid (laughs) assets. It's all yours. Thank you. Stocks, bonds. We will
2: just add it to our collection. It's all yours now. You've earned it.
0: Um, I guess I have a one year old son and I'll need to figure that out. One of you needs to become its legal guardian and you guys can
3: get decide <laughs> yeah. who that wants to be, but
2: Yeah, he's mine now.
3: I don't have a firstborn, but I got a couple of cats. I guess I could throw them in if
2: Yeah. That's fine. This does extend into when you eventually have Oh, I see. A
3: child of your own. So Yeah, it's it's like a blood pact. Oh uh, sure. Yeah.
2: Child also needs to be wearing a crown. I want the crown. <laughs> yep.
0: That all makes sense. Congratulations, you two, for crushing us once again. Well done. It was a blast playing with you, both after Gym Four and now. It was an honor. We hope to see you guys again. We will obviously see you on your YouTube channel, which I would love it if you told our listeners the Bug Catchers about.
2: Absolutely. Do it, Mike. Head on over to youtube.com slash Pokesports. We put out different videos about uh, VGC and the current generation. Every single day of the week. Wow. uh, On the days that we don't put out our podcast, which I guess is one of those days. Uh, We also are now streaming on Twitch, twitch.tv slash PokeSportsPodcast. That's that's usually just me, though. Tuesdays and Thursdays from 12 to 4 EST.
0: Great. Great. Yeah. Anything else you guys want to tell our listeners about before... You depart
2: for anybody who is playing along through Gen three. Just know it gets so much better. Gen three was pretty
0: (laughs) fun. Other than the water roots, Gen three was pretty fun. Yeah, and we did enjoy our time.
2: They made
3: little changes, but it's sort of like a puberty stage of the games. Like it's caught between the first two gens, and like I think Sinnoh is when they officially make the switch over to like each move can be special or attack just based on like what it is rather than the type. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty big for one thing. <laughs> They've
2: increased the bags and, and given different pockets for you to put different stuff in. So that's a good quality of life change. However, yeah. you still have to deposit your Pokemon in the box before you withdraw them. You can't just do both of those in the same motion, Oh, that's annoying. Uh, yeah. which is a major inconvenience. And so I just realized how, how uh, spoiled I was.
1: I'm spoiled
0: like it didn't even occur to me that that could be like a a thing you could do because I've only ever played the first three gens of this game so
1: lucky for you Tanner in 2050 when you guys finally get to gen 8 the (coughs) game will literally tell you whether the moves are super effective or not (laughs) that sounds great oh yeah (laughs) I heard you don't even have to go to a poke
0: center to deposit and withdraw pokemon
2: nope not at all that's also correct yeah
0: and you have
3: infinite (laughs) storage what a world (laughs) they just don't give a damn anymore
0: Thanks again for coming on, you guys. We will see you again, hopefully, in the future. Thanks a lot, guys.
2: Sounds good. Thanks for listening, everybody.
0: Bug catchers, smell you later. Smell you later. Bye. Smell you later. Welcome to Experience Share. It's part of the end of the season bonus episode.
3: Super battle special.
0: Where we go back and face all of our rivals from the season. There was the guys from Poker Sports. there's David Sims, and there is Fanula Jones. Welcome back. Welcome.
4: Thank you so much for having me. I am ecstatic.
3: We are too.
0: The two of us faced off against you at the midseason mark,
3: I think. Was it gym six, actually? Or maybe it was gym six. We were level 40.
4: It was Winona, and we... We completely forgot to talk about her. Yeah.
3: Yeah, we forgot about Winona. She was forgettable. Yeah.
4: I thought about it after and then I just saw someone tweet about it. I was like, Oh, we were we were too we were too into it. We were too into it. We forgot about we, her and her birds.
3: <laughs> we were like yelling about Devin and Sylph and we just like we blew past her.
4: Yeah, we had different priorities. That's yeah. fine.
3: It was a close match. I think Josh beat
0: me and then Josh very narrowly Defeated you as well,
3: is that right? I think it was down to last month's.
4: Yeah, it was. It was intense, and I think I I did well, but not well enough, and it's haunted me to this day. So oh. I'm here to do some damage control and bring shit back.
0: How'd the rest of your playthrough go? Uh,
4: did I enjoy it? <laughs> I'm not sure if I'd use the word enjoy. Oh, uh, Waterworld! I shared similar. <laughs> yeah i shared similar feelings to you in terms of the water it took me so long to find the submarine probably longer than it should have oh yeah um and that actually nearly turned my brains to worms just trying to find it the last gym i found was fine and then man that Leaf four was a lot harder than you guys made it out (laughs) to be and i brought me back to being a child and once again having a And just getting absolutely nowhere because I was just <laughs> getting annihilated and annihilated and annihilated. Like, Steven is oh,
3: I saw it. too
4: yeah. tough. He's too tough. But, yeah, once I was kind of past all the water and shit, I, I did enjoy it and, like, battling and whatever. And I tried to have a bash at Mirage Island. I thought I'd be the person to be able to come back and say, <laughs> ha, I saw it. I didn't.
0: Did you try to go after the uh, Reggies or anything?
4: Oh, no, I didn't. No, not after those ugly, yeah. ugly, ugly men. I could not. <laughs> Disgusting.
0: Too ugly. I say skip them. Yep. Disgusting. Is there any like notable new mon on your team? What's your what's your team looking like? Maybe we should do a quick level check to hear about your end game team. Oh
3: yeah. <laughs> Maybe you remember who you previously had. Um but we can pull it up if not. No,
4: I do because there's very few changes, I'm gonna be honest. Um so I still have my Oh you let it ride. Yeah. You liked what you had. Well, bar one of them who I wanted to die extremely. <laughs> um so I have my Skeptile, still gorgeous, oh yeah, level sixty. I didn't put my nicknames in, so I don't have them, but um what was my Skeptile? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Of my Pelipper also level sixty, still have my gardevoir level sixty My Hariyama, level 60. My Lairon is now a stunning, beautiful, gorgeous Aggron.
3: Oh, hell yeah.
4: (laughs) King of my life, body and soul. I love him so much. And I swapped out my... So my Torkoal was Dr. Spacemi, who I (laughs) didn't really enjoy at all. But I I just wanted a fire type. And I kind of toyed with maybe finding a better fire type. Or because I spent so much time diving, I was like, oh, maybe I'll go after... I can't remember the name of it, but you know the pre-evolution to Lantern and it has the little like electric kind of testicles. Yes. Yes. I was like, <laughs> oh, I might get one of them. I don't have an electric, but I already have a water. Like, do I really care? And then I was like, no, nah, fuck it. You know what? I'm just gonna, I just went and caught Kyogre. Who, can I say, right? Oh, God. When I was listening to this, and you were saying, oh yeah, Kyogre, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh my God, that's so embarrassing that they're pronouncing it wrong. It's Kairogi. I fully Mandela-, Mandela affected myself. And was like, <laughs> I thought there was like a rogue or in it. And I, for my whole life, I was like, oh, it's Kyrog. So when you were saying it, I was like, this is really embarrassing for them, having a Pokemon podcast and mispronouncing it. And then I saw it, I was like, oh no, fuck. They were actually... Completely right and I'm the idiot. Well
3: to be fair. We've mispronounced and slaughtered like multiple Pokemon's names Yeah, there's no authority figure though like who is telling me that it's Tangela versus Tangella Yeah, I insist on
0: calling one of my favorite Pokemon by its wrong name almost every time I say it I say but Tangela,
3: but I don't even know <laughs> if that's wrong. It
0: could be right. I could be wrong. Yeah, who knows? It's essentially just the name Angela with a T on the front. Why <laughs> wouldn't it be Tangela?
3: <laughs> if you had a uh, Tagela named Angela on your team, I would begrudgingly respect that combination.
4: <laughs> same. All right, same.
3: Wait for next season when it's an all-Tangela team. <laughs> yeah, achieve the dream. Well, we did just face off against an all-grass team with the Poke Sports dudes and... Uh, oh okay no spoilers but it was it was rough surprisingly oh a all monocolor team actually can work kevin also had a uh uh now i can't remember how to say it (laughs) no kyogre Kyogre. kyogre
4: kyogre kyogre
3: and that was a nightmare so you have one on your team That's what you're saying? Yeah. Okay.
4: I just pulled a tanner. I was like, I don't really want to try anymore. I'm just... And I also was like hurling Ultra Balls at it again, trying to do like the noble thing. And then I was like, no, Master Ball, it's fine. Let's just... (laughs) Let's get this over with. Who cares?
0: Especially if you're not going after the Reggies or that tube, the green tube worm. What's it called, Rayquaza. Rayquaza. Rayquaza, yeah. Rayquaza. Good use of a Master Ball.
4: I'm kind of regretting not going after Rayquaza because he has some base level of jolliness to him that the Regis just don't. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like Rayquaza would be a laugh. I think
3: it's cool, yeah. I think it would be the
0: ultimate power move to show up to this level 60 battle with a level 70 green worm,
3: too, and just be like, <laughs> sorry, boys, <laughs> deal with it. This is my time slot, and this is what I have, so...
4: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> deal with it. Yeah. Deal with
3: it. Well, great. Josh, should we... Telfanula are Pokemon. You know what they are. You, you know them, you love them, and maybe you hate them, the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah. Xploud, Chad Smith, <laughs> Dwayne McKnight, Ludicolo, <laughs> Dave Navarro, the new one, Metagross, Tony Kitis, Blaziken, D.H. Peligro, the Flygon, and Frushanti, Grobet. Main difference there is that I know how to say it now since the last time you came on. Yeah, that, Frushan-
4: that pronunciation <laughs> killed me throughout because i was trying to get into a guy before and was really trying to impress him and he's really into Frushanti, and that's the only reason why i know how to pronounce it because i was like oh my god yeah he's so cool like i love the guitars <laughs> needless to say that did not go anywhere
0: you're trying to impress a boy in what the early 2000s who was super into uh john john Frushanti? yeah yeah. Wow.
4: It was a dark timeline that I'd rather not for <laughs> <use> it.
0: <laughs> what a what a keeper. Wow. <laughs> and my team as always is Scylla, Melodic, St. John, Claydol, Supremion, my Groudon, Stanislaus, my Swampert, Scaraban, my Heracross, and Sephora. My Skarmory, There they are. All S tier Pokemon.
4: A gorgeous team. <laughs> gorgeous
0: and they keep getting trounced by Josh, regardless of how elite they are, so we'll see if I can pull off a win today. So not. Josh and I are going to battle one another to decide who the champion of
3: Experience Share is. A Pokemon podcast.
0: The winner will go on to face Fanula, and then we will um, check in every now and then if, if one of us makes an especially devastating blow or when the battle ends to deliver results. Alright, uh, yeah. Any last words, any last trash talking you wanna to do to one another? Josh, you and I are gonna face off first and I guess I just have this to say to you. Okay. Good luck out there. Uh, I'm gonna be leaving it all on the field. I hope you do the same. And just don't embarrass yourself or embarrass me, please.
3: Yeah, I'm you know, just here to be a good team sport, so I'm not gonna not gonna say anything rude or derogatory about your very sacked team. Uh Just coming out there, giving it our all. Expect the same from you. Uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers are not going to give it away. Not going to give it away now. Okay, great.
0: (laughs) Fanula, do you want to get in our heads at all?
4: I'm going to slap the (laughs) wax out of one of yours ears. (laughs) Catch (laughs) these hands.
0: All right. All right, Josh, let's face off. Okay.
3: Let's do it. Tanner pulled off his new trick.
0: Pulled off my new trick. Josh started with Ludicolo as always and tried to devastate my team as always, but I did my new trick, which was bring in Claydol and immediately explode him. (laughs) (laughs) God damn. And take out Ludicolo in one hit. So it's four Pokemon to five right now.
3: Ludicolo did take out Skarmory. Yes. But Ludicolo is off the field. Normally he gets three KOs. And he only got two this time. Yep. So that's not great. And then a newcomer kind of entered the, the battle. Yeah. Which
0: is Fanula's cat. Yeah. Tell us all about her.
4: She's since left. But yeah, she is. Uh, her full name is Waterford Whiskers. But it's whiskey <laughs> for short. Excellent. Um, and she isn't very interested anymore. Is a very angry girl. But um, I love her all the same.
0: <laughs> what makes her so
4: angry? She's just actually shoving, but I can't show you. But she's just actively shoving boxes here, (laughs) and the mic is gone. (laughs) Chaos.
3: Yeah, I see her over there causing trouble.
4: She's a bad girl and unapologetic about it.
3: (laughs) Good. Yeah. Um, All right, Josh, I'm gonna hit pause. All right, we're going back in. Joshua, we're back. What hell of a battle. Yeah, you switched up your strategy. Uh, I mean, obviously, I don't love that I lost, but impressed with what you did there. I changed some things up. I wasn't as reliant on my
0: spikes spikes. and on my other kind of moves. I I unveiled some trickiness. Yeah. I think my key thing there was getting Ludicolo out of the battle with uh, that explosion from St. John.
3: You just knocked him out of the field before he could get entrenched with the leech seeds and the rain dancing and all that shit.
0: Yep. And then I revealed... Revealed that Swampert has a sneaky new move, too, called... Oh, Protect. Protect? Yeah,
3: that was a nightmare. It's not a new
0: move. He's always had it. I just never used it before because I didn't know how it worked.
3: Yeah, I was starting to rectify my situation with Frushanti, who was flinging out Confuse Rays and Sludge Bombs left and right. And then Tanner swapped out Melodic and put in Swampert. Yeah and was just protecting against all of it, Yeah, and then managed to like whittle him down enough that he he finally got KO'd.
0: Your confuse raids were pretty brutal.
3: Swampert kept whacking himself in the face, because he was so
0: confused. Yeah, Uh,
3: I thought I'd get him. He got over it. I was down to just Blaziken and Flygon, and I made a provocative choice because I figured that Tanner would bring in Melodic, so I didn't want to bring Flygon because I know that Melodic has Ice Beam, I brought in Blaziken against Swampert and then thought I could KO it with a Sky Uppercut and it survived and then did Toxic and then like just a bunch of Protects and all this shit and it was just brutal. Brutal. Fanula, play of the game.
4: Oh God. I mean, <laughs> what a time. What a time. I can't <laughs> believe. Freshanti really dug deep for you when I really thought he was going to be doshed very early on. Me too. Very admirable. Very excited that I get to face Tanner, though, to be honest, because we obviously haven't yet. So. Yeah,
0: we didn't We didn't battle last time, so...
4: But I'm now equally yeah, that's, nervous. Yeah, that's
3: why I did it. I let it happen so that you guys could
0: face oh, off. Oh,
4: of course. <laughs> how noble, how valiant. <laughs>
3: um, all right. I'm going to
0: find you in Pokemon Showdown, Fanula. I hope we have a sporting match. No hard feelings either way. <laughs> if, if I defeat you or you were defeated by me, regardless of what happens, we'll see one another at the end of the match.
4: We will, we will see. We'll see a lot of things, and hopefully it will be me winning. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: wow, this is a battle. This is a
0: tense battle. We're both down two Pokemon, we have four left. I had some
3: early successes with the spikes and with some yeah. Surf. Skarmory got all three of its spikes out, so all of Fanula's Pokemon coming out are taking like a quarter health just to step out on the field. Yeah, but
0: now we're both down to two, and you just took out my Groudon. How are you feeling?
4: Great. I just screamed a small bit. It was <laughs> extremely pleasurable, because the minute I saw that, I was like, I am absolutely screwed here, um, but forgot all as you forgot, that Groudon is obviously ground, so... I live to see another day, but who knows? Who knows where this is going to go? I'm still slightly apprehensive.
3: Yeah, I still like have not been able to erase that from my mind that like Groudon is fire ground. He's not. He's just ground. I know it's only one for the like primal Groudon is the only thing that is. So like normally it's just ground. It's just ground. But it obviously looks like a fire Pokemon. And he's got fire moves. And it's got fire moves. Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah, it sucks. But Sceptile just ran rough over that.
4: Leaf Blade. Done.
3: All right. All right.
0: The battle has ended. The Pokemon have been slain. And there's only, there can only be one victor today. And it was me. Wow. Minimax. <laughs> Minimax is back. I changed it up. I tried some new things. I had a few less drinks this morning because it is 1030 in the morning. So <laughs> my instincts were a little more crisp. Yeah. And I took the Dave. F- fanula how do you think that went
4: for me or you because for me it didn't go well at all for you i would say it went yeah extremely well yeah <laughs> and for me pretty well
0: pretty well yeah
4: i mean i should have <laughs> yeah. i should have dealt with skarmory <laughs> that's what it looks from like on the out because i i would like to think maybe if the spikes hadn't continuously shagged me every turn i might have been in a better position but um i didn't yeah, I did not.
0: Skarmory got three sets of spikes out, which means that every time you changed Pokemon, they were taking like a quarter yeah. of their health yeah. and damage.
3: Yeah, that was untenable. And then Stanislaus's
0: Swampert's Protects once again played a big part in this battle, as it did with my battle with Josh a few minutes ago.
3: Yeah, the development of like Tanner you actually using Protect was already on Stanislaus. You just hadn't been using it. Is that right? Yeah,
0: essentially. I didn't really know what it was good for.
3: He just flings out a toxic on all of your Mon and then, like, just keeps putting up Protect, and then you're just sitting there, like, dying. And
0: it has leftovers.
3: Sucked. So, great battle. Thank you
0: for joining us again, Fanula. We hope to see you again in the future. Are you going to play any more Pokemon games?
4: I was going to play Mystery Dungeon along with you guys, but now I feel like maybe <laughs> duh, I shouldn't. So I think I might—I have Fire Red, and I have a really like in my head. It's funny team for my like Pokemon team nicknames. So I think I'll play along um, with that for the next series.
3: Oh, can you nice. can you tease us with what you're going to do?
4: It has something to do. With a song. And that's all I'll give you. <laughs>
3: okay. Is it a red hot chili pepper song?
4: It's not a red hot chili pepper song. I will confirm that. Yeah. Oh, okay.
0: Okay. I have a guess, but I'm not gonna guess on the air because I don't want to ruin your surprise.
4: I appreciate that, Tanner.
3: Oh, and will you be doing Nuzlocke? Yeah, Nuzlocke along with us?
4: Yeah, I think I will. I've always been too intimidated, but why not? Now's the time.
3: We'll send you the rules
0: so you can play with our official house rules.
4: Cool. Very exciting.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for
2: coming
3: on today and getting crushed by me.
4: Anytime. Very
3: rude. (laughs) Minimax. We have you come on here. We're we're all, you know, it's early on a Sunday. Tanner's just crushing you. Sorry about that. Sorry. Sorry. I was trying to be a good host.
4: It's fine. It's fine.
3: Do you want to tell people where to
0: find you on the internet in case they missed it the first time you were on?
4: Yes, you can find me at Fanula J everywhere. And I co-host a podcast with my friend Breed called Bandwagons. And the guys will be joining us.
3: Yeah, we'll be on soon. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
4: So then you need to go listen to the Bandwagons episode where we talk about Pokemon, the ever enduring bandwagon.
3: Yeah, we're coming on Fanula's pod, Bandwagons. And we're talking about this bandwagon that we're fucking on right now.
4: I'm so excited.
0: Thank you, Bug Catchers, for joining us. Thank you, Fanula, for joining us. Josh, thank you, for, as always, for joining me. Thanks. Goodbye. Smell you later. Hello, and welcome to Experience Shares Pokemon Podcast. It's an interstitial of an interstitial. <laughs> we are recording our... Guests, former guests, coming back to do battle with us once again. We've already faced off against the men from Poker Sports. That it's weird that I said men, but I started That's to weird. say boys, and I was like, that feels weirdly diminutive. And I was like, I'm going to say
3: men. I did refer to all of us as boys earlier in the group <laughs> chat, so I don't yeah. know. Let's well, just say our friends, our, our friends, friends from Poker Sports. Sports. We
0: face off against Fanula from Bandwagons and now the OG guest. That's right. From season one?
5: No, I don't think I did season one. No
3: guest season one.
5: Oh, season two.
3: Right, right, right.
0: Yes, yes,
5: yes. Because I played Crystal. That was my first uh, parallel play with you guys.
3: We didn't understand enough about how to do that in season one
5: right david
3: sims
0: is back he's been playing along the entire time oh yeah
2: secretly
3: secretly we kept it under wraps for all of you bug catchers
5: you should just always assume though yeah yeah. yeah. always (laughs) assume that i'm doing that
3: but you you went
0: above and beyond like you've got a, a full level 60 team so that you could come to do battle with us at the end of this season right
5: yeah i mean yes but i take great joy in playing the game while you guys are playing the game like i i just what it's about i can't wait for you guys to get to is it diamond and pearl is after fire red leaf green that's the next one yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. because i've never i never finished that like my experience of pokemon really ends here like I have never finished any of the newer games because I was Uh. always like, oh, I'm too old for this or, uh, you know, what? I don't know. So I'm very excited to do them. We're
0: excited for you to do them as well. And we're excited to battle you. Hell yeah. Yes, of course. Every season, you are our nemesis. Mm. You're the Greg. You're the
3: bad Josh.
5: I don't think I have a good team this time. We'll see. We'll see.
3: Oh, I like the sound of that. Yeah, I would love that. Because Tara and I really have a score to settle.
5: I think the games are going to start to get smarter than me. You owned us. Ooh, I did. I think
0: in season two. So
5: I, I remember doing very well. Season two, I don't know. I had never... Oh, I recall <laughs> crushing everyone. But like this, this season, you guys were talking about, you know breeding and min maxing natures all that yeah min maxing all the s tiers ev yields this is all beyond me like i just don't know that part of pokemon so i
3: well i did it but like i'm tied with tanner on wins and losses given every single one of his Mon is like one of the best ones. Yeah, but I yes. did ev a light amount of Eevee training. I bred, and I'm still, you know, not just like steamrolling. Yeah, so right.
5: No, I was very proud of Tanner for beating you, but just because. Okay. You know, it, I'm just saying it was a monster. <laughs> it's, like, you know. it's an underdog story. It's an underdog story. Yeah, right, right, and you know he pulled it off. I don't know what'll happen tonight, but you know it's cool. I'm excited to find out, David. You've been playing along. Tell us about your what. So what version of the game did you play? I played Emerald. Uh, this might be the last time that I play the, uh, what do you call the like, The third sort of, version,
3: the
0: like
5: right, The, the kind all of encompassing premium later release. Yeah.
3: I've heard that Platinum is very, very good, and Tanner and I will not be able to play it, so... You know, it's our podcast. We make the rules. I guess we could. We could just do whatever we want. But it seems a little rogue if we don't do the main two. That seems weird.
5: Yeah yeah because i'm kind of sick of not being on the main with you even though emerald is broadly similar and i mean like come on how much better is platinum sorry like how how different is it i i don't know
3: because i haven't played it but i've read that in the in the chatter and all these uh the Hmm. like shit post pokemon twitter accounts which are very good i think at the beginning the theory was like
0: we would have to rely on one another to do like trades to get the pokemon we want but like that obviously isn't realistic anymore because now I live in Connecticut and the world is continuing to be ravaged by disease. So, right.
5: These are both true things.
0: Maybe we should just play Platinum.
5: Yeah, it's sad that we won't just like go to Hartley's.
0: Yeah. Oh my God. I'll is drive, that what it's called? Hartley's. I'll drive three yeah. hours back okay. to
5: I mean, go to Hartley's sometime. Yeah. Josh and I can go to Hartley's.
3: <laughs> David and I will go there. Yeah.
5: Whenever, again, whenever the, you know, the disease
3: has cleared. Yeah. Tell me... Do you know what the main differences are with Emerald and what were um, they? I know you referenced something about Wallace, who we have a relationship with as... Right. Thinking he's trapping women in his icy locker. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
5: Wallace, yeah, has a different... He's... Because in Ruby and Sapphire, he's the... what? What's, to Remind me, is he the eighth gym leader? He is the eighth. Right. So in Emerald, his mentor, Juan... Or whatever. Like, some other guy is the gym leader there. He was Wallace's mentor. Wallace was his student. Maybe lover? And now he has returned. His name is Juan. <laughs> Let's hope so. Um, and this is because Wallace is now the champion. So he's the guy you... F- he's your champion.
3: Okay. Versus...
5: Uh, I for- I don't know. I, for- I forget who the Ruby Steven? Sapphire... So
3: what happened to Steven?
5: Steven, you can fight at Meteor Falls, like you can you know uh you can still have that battle with him afterwards interesting and he's like still around but the game kind of shows him aside you also in my game you 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 deal with both team magma and team aqua they're both involved all the time oh that's cool you can get both legendaries you know that like it's just sort of happening side with one or the other no it's kind of confusing okay (laughs) but it's fine like i kind of enjoyed that and you know like because when i'm playing these games like i know red blue and gold silver backwards and forwards i love those games and this one i feel like it's them just trying stuff right so they're like okay well let's have two you know enemy teams instead of one let's have there to be more like of a political struggle going on versus just like they're bad that's cool right yeah you know i i feel like these games are very strange to me i you guys agree i think you guys said this like that you rank them third right out of the three main games that you've played so far but that's not really sapphire yeah so far yeah that's not really a critique but they do have that thing where like like there's that sort of long stretch where there's no gyms and then there's a bunch of gyms at once it feels like they're kind of trying to like test the limits of You know how on rails the world can be, and yeah, that's true. Sort of works out. It's kind of strange. Yeah, but it is. It's a good game. It's got good personalities. Yeah, they're doing more of like, well, how how open world can we get? Everything but Pokemon Mystery Dungeon is good games. They're great games. And like, and another. I had. See, I just remember having a lot of the same issues that you guys had. Like at the end, when it's just endless amounts of water. Yeah, and you're you know getting harassed by like tentacles and all that you know it starts to get kind of like all right i don't know i don't know how i feel about my team i feel like i went for a very standard gen 3 team like classics yeah like i feel like a lot of the sort of new guys who are the sexiest i just sort of was like (laughs) oh cool i'll do that one like i didn't mess around like too much. I kind of stuck with the same guys throughout and my team was fine, but I kind of got to the Elite Four and like struggled. Like, you know, it, I had I like had to go back to Victory Road, level up a little more. Like, I feel like I sort of breezed through the game in a weird way.
3: Yeah. Well, this was the hardest Elite Four.
5: So yeah, far. Yeah, the Elite so Four, I remember, they were a pain in the ass. Yeah, they were tough. I guess it's also, there's that new thing of like, you can't land hits if you're going to get them down to a like, you know, close to dead because then they're just going to get healed. And you have to like find that weird
3: full restore at you. Right. You have to find
5: that weird middle space with your attacks where it's like, if I'm not going to one hit KO these guys, I got to sort of do middling attack, you know? Yeah.
0: Or you just have to go for like overkill.
5: You have to be like, I can't do a,
0: a, a, soft move here i have to keep hit hammering them with hard moves but the hard moves only have like five pp so it's just like
5: right right and i had a, a pokemon with focus punch which you can you know it's a move you can only do if the other pokemon does like a non-offensive move you know what i mean like it needs like two turns to build up right right right. and so i started to get used to like oh i know this pokemon does hail so i'll, I'll do a focus. like i started to think like that which the first two games does not have that level of like Tactical, yeah, you know, com- yeah. complexity, which is cool. It's very cool. It's
3: fun, like, because I haven't played every single game to its conclusion. Sure, I'm in the same boat where I played Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire mm. to conclusion, right? But not this, and then not also not Gen Four, not Diamond Pearl, right? It's fun being able to go through it from beginning to end, and you see how they subtly introduce all this new stuff. Yeah. Where like this was the one where they started uh, like giving you much more unlimited inventory and they yes. start being like, Oh, actually like some of these moves should probably not be special or yes. this is the generation where they realize, oh like it's kind of dumb that like Shadow Ball is somehow a physical move.
5: Right. They start to address like the <laughs> plausibility of these things. That's yeah. that's absolutely true.
3: Right. I feel like that's why people really like Gen 4. That's when it switches over to more of like most of the mechanics stay the same, I think, after
5: that. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, I feel like also, right, Gen 4 sounds like a good sweet spot where it's a lot of Pokemon. There's a lot, you know, to play around with, but it's not like, you know, how overwhelming it is now where there's hundreds and hundreds and it's sort of like... You can't fit them all into a game. And, right. you know, what are you even doing anymore? But, but you'll get to that. And, I mean, and the new games are cool. Like, I, I don't have a problem with the new games either. And I'm excited to go on this journey with you the whole time. You're going to play every game with us. Oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, I can't. Other than well, other the than, bad ones. <laughs> I'm not playing Mystery Dungeon. <laughs> Please don't. I don't know what else you guys are considering <laughs> in terms of those interstitial games. Well, did you ever do Pokemon Colosseum
3: or Gale of Darkness? I never did. Um, okay. I don't really know them that well. Those are GameCube games, right? Yeah, because I love those. It's a higher barrier of entry because of the GameCube aspect. I think we're mm. going to do those. Yeah, we're going to do Because Tanner those. has resurrected his GameCube. I already have one. We've sourced GameCubes. And I like those yep. games. I loved my GameCube.
0: Oh. You're gonna love the new one that you get to play along with Gale of Darkness and
3: right. Coliseum as well.
5: It is not impossible that I will do that. <laughs> it is
3: quite cool, possible like a hundred dollars somehow. <laughs> yeah. on eBay, they're still holding. That's up. actually
5: insane. It's insane. It's good that they're durable, but like they've sold millions of those things. Like, how can they possibly be in demand? But whatever, I'll get a GameCube. <laughs> Um, All right,
0: so David, you are a listener of the show, so I don't think we need to go through our final teams because you are aware of what they are. Yeah. So we will skip that part. But you said a moment ago that what your your ambition for this game was to build the sexiest team possible, I think if I understood correctly. So I'm dying to hear... Sure, (laughs) let's go with that. I'm dying to hear what Pokemon David Sims thinks are the sexiest. Can we do... uh, sorry wait one one second are you gringus d still oh yeah yeah i'm gringus d gringus d i'm dying to hear about gringus d's team in level check
3: (laughs) level check
5: all right i'll level check with you guys i didn't give them names this time i gotta get back into that i didn't have a Oh, you
3: didn't even name them,
5: man well, I never named. I only did it because you guys were doing it, you know, to be cool, because yeah. you guys are cool. <laughs> Can we make
3: you say what comes to mind immediately after you? Yeah, on the fly. Yeah, yeah, just on the fly. Oh, my God. It doesn't have to be a theme, just whatever you think. Oh, man. First thoughts.
5: And see, this is why I don't name, because this is the, <laughs> the whole problem that I have. The second it's like, oh, what should I name it? I'm like, I'm, like, I'm having an existential crisis. This is the problem I have with Civ. Too civilization the the many civilization games where i'm always like oh my civilization have a cool theme and i'll name all my cities cool things and then i like spend an hour trying to figure out what (laughs) that should be
3: i got over that with civ where i just started basically going with what they gave you as the Civ, where it's like, well, yeah, I get if that. I'm Persia, then my religion is going to be Islam, and if I'm if I'm England, then it's going to be Anglican or right, whatever. Right. You
5: stop messing around. Yeah. You didn't want, like, Viking Jews. Yeah, because
3: right. I used to name it, like, Fjallstadia and shit, and it's like, I don't have time for this. Right.
5: <laughs> I love that.
3: I don't have time to figure out this lore.
5: Here's my team. They're all level 60. I'll try and think of names, the directors we've covered, that, that could... Alright, so... I have a Gardevoir, which I know, Tanner, you were messing around with a Gardevoir for a while. You eventually dropped it, right? Yep,
3: yep. Uh, I keep fighting these fucking things.
5: Uh, we're going to call her Nora. I see that. Uh, after Nora Ephron. Yep. Because she is very beautiful, very stylish. Absolutely. And, you know, I always liked Raltz. You know, he's such a little cutie with his weird little, like, helmet head. Thing sticking out and of his head. And so hand. the second, and you, you see it. Weird bump. Right, you see a Ralt so early, and in these games, like, having confusion very early is always kind of a fun thing. And, like, so, you know, that was just, like, an easy one for me. Yep. Okay. Uh, I have an Altaria. Is that how you say it? Altaria? Altaria?
3: I said it Altaria at one point, and then I cut that, because I was like, like, oh, I think it's Santeria. (laughs) It's like, I don't (laughs) practice (laughs) no (laughs) Altaria.
5: Huge problem for me in this game was the lack of flying... Pokemon, like I felt very limited. I wanted a Flying Boy. I like to have a Flying Boy. Yeah, and the options were kind of meh. Like there weren't a lot of cool new. Why don't flyers. you go for
0: my boy skarmory
5: skarmory's cool.
0: Oh, you wanted, but you wanted the cool new Gen Three Pokemon,
5: right? I was like, what Gen Three options are there yeah, that yeah. can learn fly? So, and also, I mean, Swablu's kind of cute. I'm going to call this Alteria Miyazaki. That seems he's a very Miyazaki esque creature. He's a cloud dragon.
0: Yes, 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 absolutely.
5: Uh we should probably before the episode's
0: over make you defend Porco Rosso. Oh, I was oh, planning absolutely. to spring that on you. Yeah.
3: Oh, please let me <laughs> at it. We'll save that for the conclusion.
5: All right. So who else do we got? We've got a. I got a septile.
3: Oh yeah, it was fun. You chose the one starter we didn't. I know have as well. Oh, I would talk-
5: I, I kind of enjoyed a <laughs> Septile. What what is the original one now? I don't even remember. Trico. Uh, Trico, right? I think Trico's so cute. Yeah, that's why I picked it.
3: I think the line is good. I used it when I did Omega Ruby.
5: I would say these are all uh, solid starters. I oh, like no. I like Torchic.
3: I was Torchic and Combusken and the last one. You don't like that? Are nightmares. It's still not that bad though. Like I feel like it starts going off the rails after i think fifth gen what well, fourth gen i think is maybe okay as well right
5: fourth gen is like chimchar uh turtwig and I oh yeah the water those one are is. sweeties i don't even yeah know. these
0: are all new to me i'm excited f- to, to learn about
5: the these fifth gen people. ones i really like that's oshawott right yeah he's a little louder, right joshua yeah maybe fifth okay. gen has oshawott who i think is so cute Gen five's okay, too. Yeah. Yeah, he's a little otter. And then, and then Tepig. Tepig's cute. Oh, Tepig's cute. Yeah. And he turns into that kind of, like, big fire pig.
0: Yes.
3: That's right.
5: Yeah, that's a good gen. What is that? That's Gen 5? That's 5. 6? I don't know at all. 6, there's, like, a frog? I don't know. 6 is where it loses me. I don't know those guys.
3: It has that, like... Chespin that I don't like.
5: Yeah. And then there's like a little fox, like a little Firefox. The fox, the, I think, is cool. The little... The fox is fine, the but baby it's just fox. that Fenne- point... Fennekin. It's that point at which I'm yeah. like, we already have Vulpix. Like, you guys are out of ideas. Like, you're doing another Firefox. David, like, there were two goldfish <laughs> Pokemon in Gen 1. <laughs> yeah, well, that's weird, too. That's a fair they point. They were out of ideas in Gen 1.
3: Yeah, I feel like <laughs> everyone either doesn't give enough credit or gives too much credit to the designers where they're like, e- in the beginning, it used to just be like bear. No, like there, there's rat. some issues.
5: You're not wrong. Bird. You're not
3: wrong. Like, no, they went off the rails of the first gen or they, they got started weird doing ones in the first weird
5: shit gen. immediately. Yeah, they, they settled on like Mr. Mime and Voltorb in the first one. Like, it's true. <laughs> there's some, There are some cuttable Pokemon <laughs> yeah. in the first one.
0: Like, what if we turned Voltorb upside down and called it Electrode? And it's like, all right, ship it.
5: Voltorb just infuriates me. Yeah. I have always threatened to Voltorb do a Voltorb sucks. because it's like I've never done a Voltorb. They but they they they've got nothing. They have nothing to offer. Yeah, I don't think they've ever. I'm been
3: fearful good. in our Nuzlocke run through in Fire Red Leaf Green that one or both of us will get trapped with a Voltorb because it's the most common one in the power plant, and you're gonna need. An electric Pokemon.
5: Yeah, and yeah I think yeah, I'm yeah, gonna yeah.
3: have to deal with one, and I'm really not looking forward
5: to it. That's very interesting. The whole Nuzlocke thing is new to me too. I'm gonna. That's very exciting. All of that stuff. So the Septile. Let's call him Burton because he's very Tim Burton esque. Yep. A <laughs> uh, little Tim Burton creature. Right, I have a Hariyama who is really fun. That's a really good Pokemon. Oh yeah. Uh, in general, he's a big I boy. Love uh, yeah, I think it's this thing of like fighting Pokemon get a bad rap in the early gens because they're not that useful I feel like but once the dark Pokemon start being everywhere uh, yeah. you, a fighter is very very helpful I'm sure Hariyama was
0: useful for you in the uh, Elite Four as well because like yes cause the there's ice type, ice type and and the, the dark
5: type uh, ex- exactly and the steel types like fighters are just very very helpful for a lot of the newer types which they love to throw at you especially as you say in the later stages of the game yep. alright let's call him Miller after George Miller I guess I don't know right yeah it's fine uh all right i have an agron another one that you abandoned yeah tanner you were uh messing with an aaron that was that's a that's just a steel types are just good
0: i liked aaron i like that line but some devious bug catcher told me I, I couldn't have it so
5: they do have the problem i feel like where they peak early like agron's not that much better than Laren or whatever and it takes forever to get to him i, m- I remember that being annoying yeah uh we'll call him Verhoeven. I think. And then I had an Azumarill. That's the only non-Gen 3 boy I have. But I love oh, a Meryl. Interesting. I just love them. I'm just... I, they're so cute. And they're such fatties. I like that you love them. Yeah. Oh. That's fun. You know? You don't like them? You don't like no, them? No, I just don't have a problem. Did you have an Azumarill previously? No. No. I mean, I've raised them in gold, silver, obviously. I feel like before, probably. But right. I just I just saw one early, right? They, there's a Meryl you can catch early in the game, I feel like. And I was like, hmm. And uh, I just stuck with it. That's great. He's fine. But this is my problem. None of these are out. Like, I don't have any legendaries. I don't have any, like, monsters. No, you, you shouldn't. I should Tanner d- went that
3: route. Yeah. But most of us choose a more noble path. where we <laughs> yes. don't use legendaries because it's obviously biased. And they're yeah. completely out of control.
5: Yeah. And we'll call him Ang after Aang Lee. All right. Yeah. Okay. So I'm done. That's my team. All right. Great team. I'm looking forward to crushing it beneath the mighty You probably will.
0: Foot of Supremion, my Groudon, legendary Godzilla Pokemon. The
3: one that you previously said is also not really holding its weight. The least the effective member of my team. <laughs>
5: yeah. <laughs> it's weird that groudon's ground type he looks fiery he's red he does look fiery and he and he sometimes has fire moves and he
0: came out of a fucking volcano very annoying that he's only ground type here's the way we're gonna do this two battles okay joshua and i battle to see who the champion of experience share is one more time and then the king of experience share goes on to battle david sims to see who the ultimate pokemon podcast is whether it's experience share or whether it's blank check with griffin and david Mm -hmm. and you do have to hand over all assets of the podcast to us if we win of course social media handles audience all that kind of stuff that's part of it now so that makes sense totally agree i will challenge joshua now round one fight all right let the battle commence i'm gonna hit pause on my podcast recording now All right, it's a mid-game check-in. Everything's going really poorly for me. Josh
3: keeps confusing me with his stupid crowbat for Shante. And Josh switched it up in the beginning. I threw Blaziken out as the opener against Skarmory. It's going really poorly. because I was sick of this fucking spike situation. And Blaziken just threw a blaze kick and is much faster than Skarmory one-hit KO. So no spikes for me to fucking deal with, by the way. And
0: then Frishante kept confuse me and literally 100% hit rate. Every time I tried to do anything, I would hurt myself well well, in Well, it's a confusing
3: time for all of us.
0: Well, it sucks and I hate it and I'm doing
3: so poorly. It is uh, 3 to 5. I have three five.
5: To 5. Yeah, that Crobat is nasty. It's a good boy. I I admire it. Yeah, it sucks. Krishanti is sad enough. I hope you have something to deal with it,
0: David, because I think you're gonna have to face off with it pretty soon. All right.
2: All right.
0: Wow. Yamahama. All right, we're back. Joshua owned me very hard and kicked my bottom
3: to the curb, and I'm out. And Josh still has three viable Pokemon. Somehow, although this was the last of our series in this generation. Kind of the most shutout that we've had. Josh, you didn't even play one of your Pokemon. You don't even know what my last one is. Well, you know what it is, but it didn't yeah, who, come out. Who is it? Um, Remind Metagross. Me. Dave Navarro. Mm. It was a pretty tough round.
0: Josh started with Blaziken, which took out Skarmory before I got the chance to do any
3: of my crafty Skarmory stuff. That spikes was the thing that was holding me back this whole time and I don't know why I didn't think of this Blaziken move until now.
0: I tried to get a roar out on you so that I could switch out Blaziken, but Blaziken so fast that you got that um,
3: whatever fire move
0: you Blaziken's a fast one.
3: Blaziken is one of the few that I put a little EV training into and I did go for speed specifically.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then your fucking Crobat Confuse Raid And I I swear to God, and Bug Catchers, you can go watch the footage. Go watch the tapes on this. I think I missed every single hit after... Yeah, I was confused. Rays. I think I hurt myself in confusion every single time.
3: Uh, yeah. It it was a insanely good hit rate. Yeah, like I've never seen a hit rate like that. But also, you had one where I was paralyzed. We had one round where I was paralyzed, like for the whole thing. So yeah, that's how it goes. You, you
0: get what you give in this game. I'm out. I I am done for the season. Thank God. I can finally move on with my life. But Joshua, you have one more battle against. Gringus, D, Gringus D. D to see who is the ultimate champion of gen three. And I can't wait to You're watch. I am excited to
3: see how this goes.
0: All right, you guys are going to find one another. You're going to face off. You're going to send me the link. We will be
3: back. I challenge you. Bugcatcher. see you in a bit. This has been a very exciting battle already. <sighs> guys, nobody has died. Nobody has died yet. It's no, it's been a lot of switching.
0: There's been a lot of switching. Three Pokemon on each team have been revealed. Right now, we've got Miyazaki, the Altaria, versus Dave Navarro, the Metagross. <laughs> and it seemed like <laughs> yeah. it was going to be a weird matchup, but then David revealed that Miyazaki has Fire Blast, which did quite a mm-hmm. bit of damage to Dave, Dave Navarro. God, it did like 63%. But then, Dave apparently. Navarro responded with a Meteor Mash that took out 72% of Miyazaki's health. And. <laughs> what? What? Is that a
5: steel type? What is Meteor Mash? Yeah, it's yeah. a steel.
3: It's 100 damage steel
5: type. It's the you're best. You're getting steel that move stab. So far. Stab on me. And Miyazaki is poison with
3: toxic. It's which rough. Which is terrible. So you're going to die no matter what. Uh, yes. But I'm probably going to die. I mean, I'm going to die. It's been an
0: exciting round.
3: Hoochie Mama.
0: Hoochie Mama, Joshua, you crushed both and of I, us i'm sorry to say this
5: david you crushed gringus d you crushed mm-hmm. mini max
3: yeah i came out swinging this time
5: i mean i got you to reveal one more pokemon no one less pokemon yeah it was pathetic it was pathetic
0: it was tough it was a tough you you really it, 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 it all came down to your order It seems like Josh.
5: Yes. Yeah,
0: the order was
3: fucking killer.
5: The thing is, I don't know why I
3: didn't think of that sooner.
5: I had something for Josh's Ludicolo. I have an Altaria that knows Sky Attack, which would fucking destroy it. But that's all. Like Ludicolo is just very, very tough to land a super effective hit on. Just a bastard. is the MVP of this entire season. Yeah, is yeah, incredible. That whole build you did, Josh, with the rain dance and all, the rain dish, like, that's, that's very, very, very impressive.
3: The brilliance with the Ludicolo build is that I have leftovers so that even if I haven't set up rain dance or leech seed, I'm still recovering. So no matter what you do to me, I'm regaining health. I'm always regaining health.
0: Yeah, it sucks. It sucks, and I hate it.
5: But Joshua Respete as you say, Joshua. Respete. You know, you took some early hits in this season and you you built back up.
3: Well, I had to get beaten down into the ground in order to just lash out and then just teach everyone a lesson. Yeah. But I've had it Yeah. It was a it was close. I mean, Tanner, it seems like you actually had the numbers. I'm only Inching you out by one win
0: um, for this season. Well, let's see. I beat you in the I beat you in the first round. You beat me in the second. I beat you in the third. And then in this sort of like end of season battles,
3: I beat you in Poke Sports. You beat me in Fanula, and then I beat you in David Sims. So I-, I think
0: we're tied. The three times we battled in the season, I beat you twice, and you beat me once. And the three times we battled postseason, you
5: beat me twice, and I beat you once. Oh my god! There you go. So it will be We're tied this
3: unresolved season. until... Yeah, but
5: that that just, you know, just kick it down to Canto, exactly. Doing your wild shit that you're going to do. Wow, incredible. What an incredible season. David, thank you for helping us cap it off. I, thank you for continuing to indulge me. That is my thank you to you. Yeah.
3: David, I have one last question for you.
5: Oh, okay, okay. Yeah.
3: Why do you think that Porco Rosso okay. is a good... Hiyo Miyazaki film. All right. Not only good, but, like, you've gone to the mat. We've gone to the mat about this on Twitter. Why is it? Give me a defense. Defend yourself. Right. Of this misogynist pig.
5: Well, all right, for one. Okay, he's supposed to be misogynist. That's why he's a pig. That's the joke. That's the idea. I mean, I don't know if he's a, he's a pig. He's a chauvinist, right, I guess yeah. would be the best way to put it. He's, yeah. he's sort of like this parody to me of the war hero, right? Because it's like he knows... Everything he did in the war was for naught. Like he's sort of cursed with the knowledge of like all my friends died. It sucked. And now I just am a pig. Like, I'm just, like, living on Earth in my, like, kind of crappy post-war existence. And so the pigness reflects that, right? Like, he's kind of, like, embraced his inhumanity, like, post-war. He's like Rambo. So so I love all the beautiful moments in that movie, like, when he's flying above the clouds and he's seeing all the planes going to heaven. Like, it's very much this weird kind of movie about war. But it's also just, like, Miyazaki's this insane gearhead who loves planes, right? Like, half his movies are about planes. (laughs) The other half are about, like the spirit world and animal creatures and things like that. But like he, you know, he's got the, you know, the Porca Rosa, The Wind Rises, like Castle in the Sky, these movies that are about like machinery and all that. He loves to fly. Which I love. And he loves to fly. He was obsessed with it as a boy. And I feel like he's got that kind of like, he just loves the duality of like, these things are so beautiful. They can fly in the air, which is like literally magic, right? Yeah. But they are also these like machines of death and like, you know, all their coolness is kind of, so like that to me is like, that's what's going on in Porco Rosso. It's such a weird movie. It's also basically Casablanca, right? Like he's this, like, you know, he's like, leave me alone. But instead of Humphrey Bogart, he's a pig. So like, you know, like he should be left. Like, I feel like he's kind of mocking that Your cool entire defense guy. of this yeah. film has been, he's a pig. Yeah, yeah he's your a pig, and rules. Is
3: that he's a pig and that Hayao Miyazaki has broader themes to his films. That's fine. That doesn't mean right. that it's a good movie.
5: Oh, it's a great movie. It's so funny and it's so weird. <laughs> and like, it, it, it's like so sort of triumphant. And then at the end, like, you know, when he and the other guy are bashing each other in the water, it's also kind of silly. like About
3: who's the biggest misogynist. Yeah. Who's the biggest sexist. About
5: who's the, yeah. Who's the great. And like, yeah, at the end, it's kind of like, look, you know, come on. All right the american disney version of the
0: film was michael keaton yes. voicing porco rosa right, right? Yes. he did a good job he,
5: it's a very it's arguably the best dub i would say it's a very very professionally done dub it's and michael keaton's really good yeah uh the dubs on miyazaki i'm always kind of mixed on there's some that are i feel like have a lot of care and others that are sort of odd that's but right, um yeah. yeah miyazaki's very clear where he's like look that's my weirdest movie. I get why that was not for everybody. Like he he's kind of upfront about like I'm kind of surprised they let me do that oh, one. Oh, really? Yeah. It's not Ponyo? I got a lot of questions oh, about wait, Ponyo. Wait, are you here? Are you coming at Ponyo now? Maybe. Are you Josh's Josh's
0: solitary in his anti-Ponyo thing. I love Ponyo. Ponyo is
5: incredible. Ponyo rules. I'm gonna
3: rewatch that one. I'm not gonna say what my opinion is. I mean,
5: obviously, Ponyo is—that's a movie for children. Like, it's you know, that's very much pitched at younger people.
3: It's a baby movie,
5: but uh, it, that's a beautiful movie. I put that on all the time. People know how much I love Ponyo. Who listen to my podcast? But
3: it is a child turning into a fish.
5: It's the Little Mermaid. She's well, she's a fish person. She is, a and fish. he's a man. Well, right? he's a little boy, and and they're having like this weird.
3: It's interesting to me that Miyazaki thinks. Porco Rosso is the most abstract compared to, like, the the barrier of entry is, like, pretty low. They're
5: all they're all abstract. But Porco Rosso is also, like, about the war, and it's set in Italy. Like, you know, most yeah. of his movies are kind of either set in, like, Japan or in just sort of, like, a vague fantasy universe or like Nausicaa set in the future, like you know, like but Porco Rosso, he's like, It's Italy. Yeah. We are in Italy. <laughs> well, let me ask in you the thirties, like you know, like in which and like and there's a pig. Now now you are you cool with that? Great. I'm a children's director, by the way. Please enjoy Porco <laughs> Rosso. He doesn't <laughs> like fascists.
3: <laughs> Let's get started with the Great War. Right. Yeah. Well, let me ask you something. Which is your favorite Hayao Miyazaki film? Sp-
5: Spirited Away. I, th- I mean, I think Spirited Away is this like kind of like staggering. Yeah, it's totally thing. cool. Like yeah. you know, it's kind of inarguable.
3: Yeah. I mean, uh, I'm of the Valley, the Wind, but Spirited Away is number two. Josh
5: and I both agreed that
0: Nazica is our our favorite.
5: Nausicaä's but... fantastic. It's so much fun. It's so. Like, so many bugs. It, it's such great, like, kind of space opera <laughs> stuff. I know it's not set in space, but, like, right, you know, it's just such a great piece of, like, sci-fi storytelling. Yeah. It's so cool. I love Nausicaa. I really love all of his movies. Like, my least favorite yeah. Miyazaki I mean, is probably insane. Howl's Moving Castle, which I think is great. Like You know, oh, but, like. I
3: love Howl's Moving Castle. I actually like that one quite a bit as well. Me,
5: me too. I like them They're all. all like, good. There's not I mean, one I don't like. We, They're all good. We
3: wanted to say, we don't want to make this like an apology tour. No. I still don't really think that I love Porco Rosso, but like when we're oh, talking about- Oh, Porco no. Rosso sucks. All of them
5: suck. This great. is crazy. They're
3: all great. And, and then you
5: guys keep referencing 1917, which is a fucking <laughs> whack ass video game <laughs> okay. movie. God, well, if I was no. in the first world war, David, and we I saw referenced that shit, it once. You referenced well, it like five times. We happened to talk
3: about World War One a bunch of times, but yeah, not
5: 1917, the film, which I did enjoy. I mean it's it's an enjoyable movie I saw it. you know I enjoyed it It is like a video game you're right it's, it's like 100% Call of Duty a video game. game Oh my god that movie drove me it's crazy It's not
3: even the interesting war also <laughs>
5: Uh, the World War One—it's a tough war to dramatize war because obviously, like, come on. you know, like it was—it was, was futile. Like that's the problem with World War One. It, it was a stupid war. Paths of Glory, the Kubrick movie—that's the best World War One movie, and that's like about like why are we doing this? You know, okay. all the best World War One movies are like, what is this? Why are we doing this?
3: Yeah, I mean, World War One is the entire premise so stupid. is like really
5: we're in a trench Some like this sucks. Some fucking
3: Archduke from. austria (laughs) who
2: gives a shit
0: yeah (laughs) david thank you for coming on and defending your position on porco rosso thank you for coming on and bringing an intellectual energy to our pokemon podcast with your we need to have insightful film criticism bug catchers if you like the kind of stuff that david is talking about in the last 10 minutes or so you should go listen to his podcast blank check Mm -hmm. where he and his co-host Griffin and their team, Ange and Ben, talk about directors and movies, and they do all sorts of fun conversations like what you just heard. David, is there anything else you want to talk about or, or, or plug no, while you're here? No, just have me back. Yeah.
5: Continue to indulge me and let me be on this podcast once in a while.
0: You're our Gary. You're our bad Josh. We're going to take you on as much as we can. As we go on. David, are you going to play Nuzlocke Absolutely. Why
5: not? That sounds bizarre and weird. What's the (laughs) idea? So it's like, all right, if a Pokemon faints, it's it's, it's out. It's dead. And
3: you have to nickname every single one, by the way.
5: Right. So you care about them. I get that. I get that.
0: The main two rules are if a Pokemon faints, it's out. And if you have to catch the first Pokemon you encounter in each area. And, And not another one? And not another one. What if I go back to the area later? Nope. And if you... If you miss the chance to catch a pokemon in each area, you just don't get a pokemon for that
5: area. Damn. So you can really only catch like 40 or 50 pokemon total. I think it's about 50, yeah.
3: I'm already looking yeah. bad, man.
5: We can we can send you the the area list that we came up with. And you have to nickname that's and that's basically it. Those are the rules. That's interesting. Those
0: are the main rules. Yep. Yeah. And then there's other things like no legendaries, all that kind of stuff. We got some experience
3: share rules as well. Yeah.
0: Oh, okay.
5: Well, I'm
0: excited to hear those. But yeah, I'll do it. Why not? I'm looking forward to seeing what you can come up with. I guarantee you all three of us are going to have essentially the exact
5: same team (laughs) at the end of the game. Does it is that how it's it works? Like, like a, everyone just ends up with the same Pokemon? It must be right. Like because you're go- it's by probability. You
3: just end up with like a level one hundred Eradicate.
5: We're all gonna have a Fearow and Eradicate, right? <laughs> a fucking and a Butterfree. Vigiat. Well, what if you have more than six? Like you can swap them out after that, right? Oh yeah,
0: yes. You can okay. you can keep catching. You can bank them. Okay, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be weird. Bug catchers, thank you for listening to this interstitial of an interstitial where we battled all of our old former nemeses. Um, We will see you again shortly for the kickoff of Leaf Green and Fire Red. Joshua, David, goodbye. Goodbye.
3: Smell you later.